I V M. Hello and welcome to another episode of IVM Likes. My name is Abbas, and with me in the studio, I have two of my co-producers, uh, co-mischief makers. Uh, I like to call them. Uh, we have Surbhi. Hey, what's up? And we have Janam. Hi. And in the second half of the show, we'll be joined by our graphic designer Alika. And uh, before that, uh, on the first half, we we shall be recommending stuff. As you know, every week on IVM Likes, the staff recommends pop culture that they have loved, and they want you also to love it. So we recommend it to you. And speaking of love, in the second half of this show, we shall see that segue, guys. That's how you segue from one <laughs> to the other. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> on the second half, we'll be talking about toxic relationships in pop culture. People who should not. be seeing each other but are seeing each other or should not should be seeing each other but are not in pop culture we're going to talk about that alika is going to join us for that but before that we shall kick off with our recommendations so let's start with you surbi what do you have for us today okay today actually so i saw this movie last weekend because mm-hmm. i was feeling like super you can say low <laughs> yeah you didn't call huh Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he he never calls. It's Damn. a Zomato guy. Okay, but it gave, <laughs> <laughs> but it gave us a recommendation. Yeah, so what? Yes, what, okay. What so film? I found this movie. I think was yeah, it was on Netflix. It's called The Last Five Years. Okay, which is a musical turned into a movie. So okay. like, it was a musical first, and then they made a movie out of it, starring Anna Kendrick and Jeremy Jordan, and it is very nice. <laughs> so I don't know. But it's 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 a little heartbreaking. It'll make you cry because I sure cried a lot. I like I went back to several scenes and cried again. But the best part of this movie is it starts with a spoiler. Okay. Like it it tells you what's going to happen. It tells you so it starts with Anna Kendrick in a room and she's crying after a breakup after like some like she basically crying like the end of the relationship. and that's when and then it takes like then then they take it from there about how their affair was and how how the whole thing ended up like how this whole thing happened yeah, basically it sounds similar to the structure of 500 days of summer like it starts off with like oh, with, that's how yeah. the movie starts right like they show like the relationship's already ending and then they go back to all the 500 days yeah that's true and you think that knowing the ending would spoil the movie but it doesn't at all okay. like instead of in trying to figure out what happens every time you you try to figure out how it happened and mm-hmm. it's just like a great story okay so i would recommend you guys to watch this movie it's called the last 5 years and it'll make you cry so get a room and some tissues and uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> is the music of this film like really catchy yeah it's it's not the, the soundtrack is obviously amazing it's a musical so it has to be amazing and anna kendrick has uh, she's been singing since she was 12 right she has a tony award on her name and she's and jeremy jordan is also like a great singer and an actor so it's just like it's all good things in one movie You should wow, watch it. You're yeah. totally smitten by this. Yeah. Uh, what's it called again? The last five years. All right. So that was uh, Surbhi's recommendation of a movie. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I am recommending a band today. Uh, has anyone on this table heard of this band called Ghost? Nope. No. No. Okay. So Ghost is this uh, hard rock slash heavy metal band. uh the identities of the members of this band aren't known because they wear masks and face paint and they haven't revealed their identities like how gorillas are kind, animated but, characters yeah, but but people know who the gorillas are yeah. the the catchy thing here is that the lead singer of ghost uh dresses up like a pope 
and he's called Papa Emeritus. Mm. And every few years, the lead singer changes and takes the mantle of Papa Emeritus one, Papa Emeritus two, three, four, and like so on. Like a pope. Yeah, like a pope. Oh my god! But uh, they paint themselves in, in face paint. Now it's a heavy metal band. They have really catchy tunes, really nice. feel good tunes hmm. they're really well crafted well written songs but they are all about worshiping the devil of and they they all about <laughs> satanism oh, and no. th- these are literally love songs written to satan which is to say that usually when you talk about death metal bands their music is really brutal and violence and the vocals are like fr- you know uh, growling. growling vocals so you straight away know this is like too heavy or i won't get it the songs ghost rites are really amazing melodious songs okay they'll use mandolins and guitars <laughs> oh. and 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 the singer can really sing really well okay he's not using guttural vocals so they have a song on uh, youtube called he is which is praising satan but okay. if you actually go to the comment section a lot of people have mistaken it as a christian song oh no <laughs> they, they think it's sung in the in praise of the lord <laughs> but if you actually listen to the lyrics it's worshiping satan <laughs> and it's literally a love song by the singer about how satan is the only hope that he sees in life so it's it's i kind of see it as like you know how the adams family was that mm. it was it was uh, violent but it was never gory so you will have a severed hand and you will have ghosts but it was never like cringy for you when you yeah. saw the adams family so ghost is like that if you want to delve into satanism and occult and horror but you don't want to feel like you're doing something wrong listen to ghost they'll make you feel good about the tunes but at the same time you start worshiping satan so <laughs> that's my check out uh, their new album it's out this year but i say uh, check out all the music from them uh, the band is simply called ghost and what is that album called the new one yeah Uh, the new album is called Prequel, but it's okay. pe- spelled as P R E Q U E L L E. Okay. So yeah, check it out. Uh, so yeah, that was my recommendation. Uh, the band Ghost, and finally, Janam, what do you have for us? Okay, so I'm recommending a British TV crime suspense drama show called uh, Broadchurch. <laughs> I have been binge watching this since like I think I, I watched it in like two weeks, I guess. But uh, yeah, so this Broadchurch is uh, there are three seasons out right now, and it stars David Tennant and Jodie Whittaker, who are Detectives. also doc. No, oh, no, as okay. in who are also the Doctor Who doctors. So the show is uh, it's basically about uh, it's 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 a typical crime thingy. Like there's a a boy. A, like an eleven-year-old boy dies, and they're trying to figure out who's killed. Mm-hmm. The whole first season is about trying to figure out who the killer is. Okay. So uh, the whole show is actually very beautifully shot. Like every frame is so picturesque. It's it's just beautiful. But at the same time, that whole picturesque vibe has like a depressing tone to it. Yeah. So that that combination is very beautiful. and uh, yeah so the like when you're watching the first season it's like you know you come to know that the whole town all the people in the town are, have like some secret or the other and they, like nobody is revealing everything they know 
so that's that's what keeps the suspense going and uh, the whole show is very consistently paced which is what i one of the things i loved about the show cuz at no point you will think like it's you'll feel like it's going really fast or like too slow it's it's all very consistent and uh, yeah another beautiful beautiful thing about the show is the music the soundtrack is provided by this uh, icelandic musician called uh, oliver annels mm-hmm. so is he one of the members of co ross I think so yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I, th- I think I read that somewhere I'm not sure. Yeah, he's he's associated with the likes of uh, ambient post rockish right. thing. So yeah. So is it every season a new case? So season 1 has a case, season 2 is like the repercussions of what happens in season 1 okay. and season 3 mm-hmm. is a new case. All right. Okay. okay. But they're all kind of interlinked like even season 3 is still linked like the characters from season 1 and 2. quite different yeah how this to get is, away with murder is a shonda rhimes show and she's all about the sass and the yeah. Sh- yeah. being sh- being show offy but as broad a, church is very it's subdued. very somber very yeah. like yeah okay. cold Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was Janam's recommendation, uh, and there you have it. Those were our recommendations of this week. We will quickly recap them once again. Uh, Surbhi, what did you recommend? I recommended a movie, uh, which is a musical called The Last Five Years. I recommended the heavy metal band Ghost. And Janam, what did you recommend? I recommended Broadchurch. It's a three-season show as of now on Netflix. All right. So we will take a small break at this point, and when we return, we shall discuss about toxic relationships in pop culture. We'll see you on the other side of this break. And we're back on IVM Likes, and in the second half, we are joined by our graphic designer Alika. Hello. And uh, out of nowhere. We have Gaurav with us as well. Hello, guys. A wild yep. Gaurav appeared. <laughs> <laughs> so we just transformed into Gaurav right in front of our eyes, and now we are traumatized. Uh, <laughs> and she's, I think she's shooting us. She has the camera in our faces. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. You mean Gaurav? Oh, okay. Now I'm confused now. <laughs> I'm the most traumatized. Uh, but uh, talking of being traumatized, uh, you know what traumatizing yeah. is? Bad relationships. Yeah. And uh, relationships are a big part of uh, pop culture that we consume. Yeah. And we see people in. relationship fictional characters in relationships affect us don't they guys yeah yeah this is, this is <laughs> like our favorite topic yeah <laughs> relationships so we're going to talk about some toxic relationships in pop culture what has affected us which relationships have and uh, kicking off the conversation will be alika what what oh, what comes man. to your mind when we say I'm talk in the about hot seat here. Yep. but yeah man the, these guys asked me to be on this episode and say like, what's a toxic relationship in pop culture that you hate and the first thing that came to my mind without a second of thinking was the joker and harley quinn that yes. is a hot mess people <laughs> that is the worst thing i have seen this is why i am off dc comics forever but <laughs> but what specifically about the he is so you? abusive to that poor girl harley quinn okay so we know harley quinn originated in the dc animated show right yeah. and she's pretty much a uh, 
I'm not sure exactly what's over, but she's kind of like a fan girl to yeah. Joker almost. Mm. You know, so, before before we continue this conversation, what I just want to clarify something so I I'm, mm. my context is right. Right. How do you guys actually define a toxic relationship? Um, where it's bad for the other person, where somebody is emotionally manipulating and abusing the other person uh, in a relationship, where the and power structure purpose. is not equal, and it's on purpose. Yeah, and yes. yet they refuse to let go. Well, even if it's sense. not on purpose, it can still be a toxic relationship. So, I mean, I mean, the person who is being, who's the victim in the toxic relationship, yeah, if they don't have a problem with it. Is it still toxic? Yes. Yes, yes. because uh, they may be gaslighted or brainwashed into not knowing that there's a problem, and that's ah. what makes it more toxic. Yeah. Ah, okay. Now I can I can totally understand Joker and Harley Quinn because my argument would have been like, yeah, but Harley Quinn's so chill with it. Like, is it really toxic? Isn't that relationship working in a way? No, it's it's, it's terrible because wait, she is devoted to Mr. J. Right. And. He treats her with complete disdain and disrespect. It is only when she is useful to him that she that he pays even the slightest iota of attention to her. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe there's a point in the comics. I have not read this because it freaked me out already hearing about it. But I believe there was a point in the comics where Harley Quinn was pregnant with his child, and he did not know the entire time because he paid zero attention to her. Wow. wow. He That's had no said. idea until the child was born that it was his child that she was carrying for nine months. So I vote for Joker and Harley to never, ever, ever be in a room together again <laughs> unless they're trying to kill each other. Then it's okay. Would you classify Batman and Catwoman also kind of, kind of toxic? How? They're getting married, right? They are. Yeah. Mm, I really don't know because I kind of went off DC. Okay, cool. But yeah, I do know about this. Would I, you consider them toxic, Abbas? Kind of in the sense that Batman, I mean, uh, Batman has this habit of uh, coming back to people who he knows will break him and destroy his soul. Uh-huh. Like there's a reason why he, Joker is his nemesis because he every time he fights the Joker, he takes something out of him. And I think Catwoman is like the emotional equivalent of that where he knows... So Batman's a masochist? Kind of, yeah, he okay. is. Well, he dresses up as a bat in leather and goes out to fight crime. Uh, but yeah, that's a topic for our discussion on another day. Uh, what about you guys, Gaurav uh, and Jana? What uh, do you guys think? One amazing, well, not amazing, nothing is amazing about toxic relationships. But uh, one really great example of toxic re- relationships uh, is in Parks and Rec. If any, have, have you guys watched Parks and Rec? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Ron Swanson, he has two wives, Tammy one and oh Tammy my God, two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And both of these relationships <laughs> are toxic AF. <laughs> Oh, oh my yeah. god If you guys want to know What a toxic relationship is I mean there's no better example On television Than Ron Swanson And both of his wives I mean like both either, either one yeah. Yeah, both one, of, one, of, one of the wives That plays the character Is also his real wife Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. The, the more toxic Tammy Is his real wife <laughs> Wait 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 the, Tammy one or Tammy what? two I don't the, remember The red haired one the, the Oh the red haired one yeah. The one that the makes him into uh, Oh the librarian yeah. 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 Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god Does it change your life? Huh? Right that feels yeah, weird man. She's scary She's scary She <laughs> makes him into this uh, Demonic sex dude yeah. You know And like you should Okay guys You know what I don't want to talk about anymore It's one of the most uh, Funny Kind of gimmicks on Parks and Rec, the relationship between Ron and uh, the, the Tammies, right. and they keep coming on in the seasons. So it's <laughs> watch Parks and Rec, guys, yeah. for some toxic relationships. <laughs> I would, I have two actually, like the ones I remember from the 
stuff I've watched recently. One mm. is uh, Jessica Jones and Kilgrave. Oh man, it's, it's not a relationship. Oh well, it technically, was. I mean, yeah, on the end of, and, and it was. Yeah. Don't even spoil it, guys. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Even though they're not. Okay, spoiler alert. F- what? There are going to be some spoilers. So even okay. though not, they're not technically in a relationship, but they have. Something. Yeah, they have yeah. or like they they have, they have an understanding. Kilgrave yeah. will not hurt people as long as this one dates uh, him, yeah. him. Well, I mean that's yeah. kind of like similar to the whole premise of the Phantom of the Opera, where the Phantom is all like, "All right, be with me, or I kill your lover." Kind of thing. Kind yeah. of, but, but yeah. here he has this whole mind control thing going on. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. So did Phantom Opera have that? No. Okay. <laughs> Hey, but you Phantom know of the Opera had a killer voice, alright? Sometimes uh, superpowers are just allegory for other things. So, yeah. you know, it's just like being yeah. brainwashed by mental manipulation. Exactly. What do you think it is when the Hulk can't Hulk out? Anyway, uh, <laughs> coming back to, what's the second one? Second one is uh, Rick and Morty. Oh. They have a super toxic relationship. As in, it's it's not a relationship oh. in we, the we, relationship I never sense. really went to like sidekicks and partners. I always thought of it as romantic. But yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Oh, yeah, because like this Rick is like drunk all the time and wants to go on all these adventures. And Morty is like, Vichara, he doesn't know like what's happening. He's still a kid. <laughs> and yeah, he's, oh, jeez, Rick. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I gotta go to school. And Rick's just like burping all the time and like. Uh, Come on, Marty. No, we gotta go on an adventure. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, please clean up that mic. Uh, but uh, the the one relationship I think whenever we're discussing this, uh, everybody talks about Ross and Rachel from Friends well, as being true. the epitome of toxic relationships. Do you guys agree? Hmm. I definitely prefer Rachel with anybody else except. Ross. I wanted to ship uh, Rachel and Joey. Till yeah, the very they were end. good. They were good. They were I think good. that was unnecessary because yeah. I, I like the fact that Joey just had a crush on Rachel. They shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, done anything about it. That's also You'd, fine. You know, like one of those crushes that should just be there and nothing should be done about. That's it. also <laughs> fine. But you know, like Ross was manipulative. Yeah, I mean, the character of Ross in hindsight, everybody keeps pointing out how He's, everyone he was with, he 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 did he, he kind of. Brought it upon himself and then he moped about it. Yeah, so, so he he was the nice guy. So is right? that is that really He's about the, toxic relationships or a toxic person? Is there a difference? But a toxic person in a relationship has the uh, has the ability ability or the tendency to pass it on to his partner as well. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. True. Yeah. But yeah. they were on a break <laughs> And they should have Sorry. stayed on this, this was like This is like a 10 year old joke now <laughs> Sorry You know I've got a I've got a A supernatural uh, Two supernatural toxic relationships uh, Wait Are you talking about Not about the, the show, show Supernatural <laughs> But like Supernatural in its nature oh. One was Buffy and Angel But I guess nobody on this table Has seen Buffy What is wrong with you people No I played the game Not Oh you've the... played the game I have all the episodes I still haven't watched it Because they're just too many and it's intimidating but it's totally worth your time but yeah in a nutshell uh, that's what it was like Buffy was a vampire killer and Angel was a vampire so uh, never the twain shall meet but yet they tried why does that make it toxic though that's like having the vampire and the werewolf it's okay if it works out and it did work out for a while, but then you have to see the show uh, to see why it okay. didn't. And it, it, I'm sure there's just, some context. Yeah, there is, there is a context of other characters and so on and so forth. And the second one is uh, Voldemort and Bellatrix Lestrange. 
That's not supernatural. Well, they're wizards, aren't they? Dark, dark That's wizards. fantasy. That's fantasy. Get your genres right. I mean, you could say the same thing about like Snape and Harry Potter's mom, then, right? Lily. Yeah. Lily. But yeah. they were never really in a relationship. Relationship. And neither is Voldemort. They are. Relatives. They have a kid. In book eight, that's, they have a kid. That's not canon. <laughs> I don't care what JK says. She can fight me on that. I do not consider the cursed child canon. It is so weird. You guys, I read that play and I was like, I may be off Harry Potter for the rest of my life. Yeah, for those of you who haven't read it, spoiler alert, uh, Voldemort and Bellatrix get it on. I don't know how. I mean, I mean, once you say kid, uh, there's no spoiler <laughs> Again, alert about if they get it they're on They're dark or not. lords. It's not like <laughs> magic. I mean, I still think they need a different kind of wand to work that magic. Oh, no. Ah, sorry. Okay, any, any other? <laughs> so yeah. There, was, you know, yeah, there yeah. was in Harry Potter... Canon. Hmm. There was, in fact, a Voldemort's parents, Merope Gaunt and Tom Riddle Senior. Actually, yes. Because she gave him a portion of uh, a love portion. A love portion. And yeah. it was under that effect that uh, they, she they had and, a baby. Yeah, yeah. she had a that baby. That he was so, conceived. Yeah. Mm. So that's mm. a, that is true. Yes. That's a toxic relationship where, yeah, Absolutely, uh, usually yeah. the roles are mostly the men who tend to be toxic in pop culture, but here it's a bit of a role reversal. That's true. Uh, yeah. Another one is uh, in the Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo who plays Jordan Robbie. Belfort, yeah, yeah, and Margot Robbie, yeah. And wasn't so, that based off a real relationship? That yeah, he had? yeah, that was uh, his actual okay. relationship with his ex-wife and. Man, this, this stuff is getting like really yeah. serious yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh man, what about Adventure Time, guys? Have you you guys have watched Adventure Time? I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that relationship? Uh, <laughs> am I missing something? Uh, Finn with the Fire Princess or the Bubble Princess Bubblegum? You know, like okay, I mean, I, mean, I have watched those, it and I do not. Aren't those relationship like? So toxic. I mean, the first one with Princess Bubblegum, she's always kind of leading him on, being like, "You're so cute. You're my hero," and he's all like mad over, like her. And like uh, later, she's like, "Bro, I'm like ten thousand years old. So like, chill." So that um, what, that's not a relationship. No, but then like there's she, and then and then later when he starts liking the fi- the fire princess from the fire kingdom. Mm-hmm. Flame Princess. What am I saying? Fire, fire from that time. Flame Princess. Okay, okay. we understand. Uh, yeah. Flame, pl- Flame Princess and Princess Bubblegum. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. on board. Yeah. <laughs> Adventure time is Buffy good. and Angel. Listen, okay, now you're out of the loop over here. So that time I had no idea what that was going on. So, I mean, like, over there also, I mean, okay, technically the toxic relationship because she's made out of fire and he is I a bubblegum. I don't think that counts. So they can't be together. That, and when no. they are, it's all destruction. Because no. I think toxic relationships not only hurting each other, it's hurting everyone around you. Hmm. So it's a metaphorical sure, toxic. Sure, but I don't. They are not together as Guys, far as I know. Yeah, gonna be like super but, deep and metaphorical here. Okay. <laughs> but in the end, they all have adventures. So I guess that's what matters. Hey. <laughs> Adventure time. Yeah. yeah. All I right. Can tell you a show Michelle. where every freaking relationship is toxic. Hello, Game of Thrones. Yo, oh. yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show us toxic. Oh Why are you? I mean, I suppose you're showing this to be gritty and realistic, but oh Jesus God, <laughs> that oh, is man. yeah. It's game of game yeah. of Actually, toxicity. Yeah. Take any take any relationship over there. Yeah, or, like most of them at least toxic. No, even sibling relationships are toxic. Any relationship is able to normal relationships on Game of Thrones. John, Jon Snow and uh, and the red haired chick. I just want to point out every single relationship on Game of Thrones is creepy and. 
I don't care if you like Daenerys and Khal Drogo. That was super creepy as well. <laughs> it was essentially an Indian underage. arranged marriage. Yeah, and it was not in the least bit romantic. Okay, I read that passage in the book and I went to went to throw up in my bathroom. That was so bad. I cannot believe people like that thing. Can you imagine like there are words that you can like write in a specific order that if you do that and someone reads it, they throw up. Like, hey, read this. Yeah. It was That's so true. disturbing, dude. You you may also have been describing. The language Dothraki, <laughs> right? But yeah, so that was uh, Game of Thrones. Had uh, she has strong feelings about it. What what other toxic relationships can you? Can I think one of, of the one of the first shows that I binge watched was Breaking Bad. So mm-hmm. Walter White and Jesse Pinkman had a very toxic relationship. Would it be toxic say. though? It, yeah, was. it was toxic. It it, it affected they were them, their lives. Yeah, they were codependent, and uh, like whenever Jesse Pinkman wanted to get out of it, uh, Walter didn't. allow him to get out of it because of one reason or another and it was very selfish and like if you like read the analysis it's a pretty toxic relationship speaking of toxic relationships which is the whole discussion Topic, we're having, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, i want to talk about my favorite show ever the office uh-huh. uh that has a bunch of toxic relationships okay uh, not talking about this office right <laughs> no no <laughs> about the show okay sorry the Continue. office it's right. the office this is an a office an office sorry <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. So Jan and Michael have one of the most toxic relationships uh, on the office, right, Janam? Yeah, because uh, like throughout the course of whenever like how many seasons she's there, and they have this, she has this power over him that he can't, uh, like, he can't like shake it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and when he finally got the power to break up with her, what does she do? What does she do? She gets pregnant. Guess uh, no. She gets uh, breast implants, and then oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, damn, nope. I <laughs> But gotta. she also gets pregnant later on, right? <laughs> no, that was with a sperm bank baby after she broke up. Oh. After they broke yeah, up, yeah, that totally makes it all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, there's so many spoilers here. Holy guys, I'm so That's sorry. Okay. Uh, I mean, The Office, all of it is on Amazon Prime, so please watch it if you haven't. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was there was one other relationship from The Office. We oh about. yes, yes. Michael and Ryan. Uh, that is like a friendship kind of relationship. Dwight and uh, Steve Carell character. No, no, no that was Dwight. B J Novak. Who was B J Novak? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah B J huh. Novak and Michael. Anyways, that relationship was super t- toxic because like Michael Scott always was like, "Hey Ryan, let's hang out. Here's my number. I'm calling you. Let's chill. Let's party." And he used to be like, "Yeah, okay, sure." Or like, uh, "No, like whatever it was, it was like really, really like toxic." I think more toxic than Michael and Ryan was Mindy and Ryan. What's her name on the show? Mindy, right? Kelly. Kelly, yeah, Kelly, exactly. Yeah, uh, Kelly and Ryan have more. Basically, have Ryan toxic. is a toxic person. <laughs> Whoever he was with, it was toxic. I bloody hate Ryan sometimes, you know. No, I liked him. He was oh, good. I liked his character. Oh, yeah. His character, not him. Not him. You liked what? Yeah, I liked his character. character. Likes toxic people. Is just trying to say. Ah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, now it's getting personal, so we have to kind of wrap it up. Otherwise, we'll reveal a little too much about ourselves. So that was our show for this week. Uh, if you liked it, please let us know. We are available on all social. media websites on facebook twitter instagram at ivm podcasts you can reach out to us individually you can reach out to me on twitter at abbas momen and instagram as abbas momen 88 alika where can one find you uh, you can find me on twitter and instagram at cape fox alex janam i am on twitter at janam dewan and gaurav i am on instagram at aya_g All right, and you can follow Surbi on uh, Twitter at Small Talk Police. Uh, so do write into us. Let us know what you liked about it, what you didn't like about the show, and we shall take your feedback into consideration. Uh, till then, we shall see you next week. Uh, everybody, say bye. Bye. bye.